Welcome back to Docking Bay 3-5. I'm your host, Vinny. And I am the election results of your nightmares, Sharon. Uh, welcome to day four of election day. You know what, I'd rather the, I'd rather Nevada take their time. Is it Nevada that's left right now? Nevada, Pennsylvania, uh... Georgia? Georgia, and... One other state. Yeah, let me just look at the presidential predictions once again. <laughs> this is just hold, hold up a minute. Hold up a I minute. haven't, I yeah, haven't looked North at the results. North Carolina, Pennsylvania, oh. Georgia, and Nevada. I'm surprised North Carolina is still in there. I'm, I'm oh, glad. Actually, no, actually, that makes sense because uh, North Carolina will still accept ballots until November 16th. As long as they're postmarked by that's really election cool. date, I think. That's really cool because I was looking into it, and apparently, by no fault of the employees of the USPS, but by uh, our wonderful postmaster general, I say wonderful, just so I don't get fired. <laughs> um, they're doing our best. We're doing our best. I could tell you as a USPS employee, just the stacks and stacks of uh, Amazon boxes right now is ridiculous, even on Sundays. Yeah, and from what I understand, like, there there are some conflicting, like, reporting, like, uh, which I guess is to be expected. Um, I think BuzzFeed News mentioned that, like, uh, ballots were, um, that, like, part of the reason why those ballots, like, weren't accounted for was because they were in such a rush to try and get all the ballots in that they didn't scan them as they got sent out. So, Whoa. yeah. So, I, I'm not sure entirely what the picture is, but... Um, Approximate knowledge of all politics. Yeah. Which I guess is the theme for, for this episode as well. I mean, our show's entire, like, entirety... We do, I, I feel we're like doing our best. I feel like that's the human experience. I feel like the older I get, the more that that's just the reality. Yeah. An approximate knowledge of many things. Yeah, we have all knowledge in our pocket or something. But also not enough of it. Right. Uh, we're d- again, uh, thank you for listening. Thank you for taking the time of the day. Yeah, thanks, Josh. Thanks, Josh. <laughs> Friend of the pod. Friend of the pod. All right, um... Do you want to talk about your weekly goals? Moana Wanga? Moana Wanga? Uh, sure. Uh, my weekly goal didn't get done. I didn't get the helmet shipped out, but uh, I have two helmets now. If you have a small head and you want to be a temple guard and a clone, hit me up. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a, your uh, list of 3D printed objects just grows. I know, and I feel too bad to, like, throw them out because... They're perfectly fine. Yeah, they're yeah. perfectly fine, and they just need some love, like TLC, and they'll be ready to wear. I know, it sucks that there's not, like, um, y- <laughs> maybe maybe at some point, if, like, we just overflow with, like, um, prints that don't, um, that, that don't look good, maybe we could just, uh sell them at the flea market or something, like, just have a shop. Oh, right, oh, we could do it. We could go to the National City Flea Market one day and be like... Podemos vender. <laughs> Podemos. Aquí, aquí. We could we could at least like make our money back in the PLA that you spent. Right. I'd be like, hey, how much for this helmet? Mm. I, uh, 
give me 50 bucks. Oh, no, 50 won't work. 20? Right, right. Get them out of my closet. They're just in our closet piling up, gathering dust right now. At 3 p.m., we just, like, give people helmets. Ah, we did it. We sold all our helmets. (laughs) Take them. Dollar, dollar. Tomalo, tomalo. You know. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think it'll work. Yeah, good idea. And we could get churros with our money. Yeah, exactly. I just, just hope those churros, churros are open. Oh, maybe. <sighs> Most food places have been open. Though I have been told that because of the skyrocketing cases of COVID, um, San Diego is probably going to go back into like a more serious no. lockdown. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. I don't think San Diego was in any sort of lockdown before. It, it was. I didn't see it. That's because you moved Cause in. Because I, I, I came in from a city where like... The lockdown happened very fast. Here it happened very slow. Benny, you weren't here when there was like a like the start of the lockdown because you were in San Jose. That's right. Then I moved three months later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think like uh, San Jose and San Diego like locked down around the same time. I mean, all of California did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know what I'm saying. All I'm saying is Corona could suck my ass. <laughs> 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 Um, besides, uh, I, for my weekly goals, um, hopefully I'll still get them done. I haven't done them as of the recording of this podcast, um, but we'll see. You have like a day. It's Thursday now. I know, but I also don't have as nearly as ambitious goals as you do. I think as long as I'm able to practice drawing hands, I'll post it onto the Instagram. Nice. I mean, I'm just very ambitious and I mean, I guess I should make more achievable goals than like, you know, get a whole thing like made no i think um i don't know i think there's like studies. i could do it i could do it i think there's i could do it okay i know i can i know you can too um i got the skills mm-hmm. i could do it uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> C- can you do it i can well now that i have two versions of this helmet and one of them actually fits a human's head and uh now i just got to paint it up and ship it and then, you know, make the whole soft parts and then the armor and so on and so forth. Thank goodness. Dang, previous led done. Huh? Oh, oh. I, for a second, I thought that you committed to, like, doing the entire Temple Garden helmet. I did. Or, not the helmet, but the entire uh, Temple Guard costume. And I was like, oh. Oh, I did. You did? Yeah. Because I'm a fool. But you don't know how to sew, Vinny. That's right. Who's going to sew that? Me. But how are you going to do it if you don't know? I, I haven't gotten that far yet, but I'll get it done. Oh, Vinny. Did you accept the debt? Um, the no, I didn't. Okay. I, I, I said, I, I'll i look into the like materials and stuff, but I didn't get as far as, like, I'll do it, do it. But I said I'll do the helmet for sure. And that's getting done. Hey. Hey, I'm I making so. finger guns like Joe Biden. Yeah, Joe Biden. I hope he wins. It's now 264 to 214. It's just been stagnant all day today. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, part of uh, the thing that frustrates me is that the news, like, I think part of it is is that, like, news, like, uh, channels just really want, like, people to watch their stupid thing. And so they keep, like, reporting and trying to, like, something out of nothing. Um and it's it's honestly really frustrating. Um, 
but I, I think part of it is is that we can't just like kept keep on getting hung up over every small uh, news like news thing that that comes up a part of it is too is that like for as much as we think like these are the live results and definitive like uh, yeah exactly they're just statistical um guesses and not all of the votes have been counted not even all of the votes in every state have been counted like california still um yeah i don't i think we're only at 87 percent yeah, or more that, like, there are votes that, like, are coming from other places, like absentee ballots from, like, other countries, especially, like, armed forces. Those don't really come... Oh, California is only 66%. Exactly. And so I think um, I, I think that it's actually a bit more... Um, I, I think that it's really hard to, like, constantly get hung up on the results. I mean, that being said, I'm, I'm also just totally checking every five minutes as well. Yeah, I, I haven't, I don't think there's been a m moment in today where I wasn't doing something and then checking electoral votes. That's all I've been doing today, checking, doing errands, then checking, doing errands and then checking. Like just doing one task and then checking. Yep. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, well, let's before we get into it, want to talk about our week. Yeah, honestly, our week before the election, um, I, I thought was a really nice like week. We had a really fun weekend. Yeah, I had so much fun on Halloween, and um, I'm so glad like we got we did the most as we can with all the corona on right now. Mm -hmm. Uh, we went out into public and had lunch at Balboa Park. Uh, we're safe. Neither neither of us got sick, and it's kind of like Thursday of the next week, and we still don't have any symptoms, so we're good. I don't know. You did wear a mask. We under did wear your <laughs> uh, Godzilla costume. Yeah, I wore a mask under like a inflatable costume mm -hmm. where the air's going in, but also out. I don't know. It's weird. Anyways, I have to put my costume on and get some recordings done for this Pride Squadron thing this weekend. Oh, yeah. That's something to look forward to. Yeah. It would be nice to put Stolas back on. Mm -hmm. uh, hopefully, he still fits. You see, Stolas is fat. Not <laughs> Vinny. Yes. <laughs> Old Cypher joke for you. Cypher! <laughs> Friend of the pod. Friend of the pod. Um, Cypher Clan. I don't know what else did we do. We did the other Dia de los Muertos. Yeah, we had Pan del Muerto. We tried to go to this uh, bakery by our friend of the pod Josh's house, but unfortunately, they closed at two thirty, and it sounded really tasty because I think it was also vegan. Um. Well, they have vegan options, ah. but they're not uh, strictly vegan. Oh, nice. Well, do you remember what they were called? I I do not recall. Anyways, I, I don't know. We gotta try again. Apparently, there's also uh, another good panaderia in like next to a train station or something. You mean Liberty Station? Liberty Station in Santiago. Yeah, we should go. It's called Con Pan. Con Pan with bread, everybody. So cute. That is so cute. Yeah. Yeah. If the if the air uh, the air keeps coming on and off, so you'll you'll hear audio get. Little softer to a little like, I don't know, clearer. Yeah, I yeah. I don't know why the air turned back on, but I hope uh, Ani feels better. 
Yeah, I think we had L and L, and now we're feeling a little. Yes, I think we got to lay off the L and L. I feel like we say this every time we have L and L. Yeah, I think it's their macaroni. Like it tastes good for the first five minutes, but then like after the fifth bite, you're like, it's too much mayo. It's too much. I can't do that much mayo. Like I tried to balance it out with like also having like some sort of chocolate too with it, but it didn't work. How is that balancing it out? It's balance. Okay. Balance, Sharon. <laughs> okay. Mr. Miyagi said, find balance in your life, and that's what I did. Okay. Anyways. I don't know. What else did we do? Uh, we watched the babysitter. Uh, oh, yeah, the babysitter se- series. Yeah. We watched the first one and the sequel. That was cool. Yeah. And then we watched two drag queens rip on the second one. Yeah. That was fun, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, ov- overall, nice week, Um, besides the crippling anxiety of election. Yeah, and my flower, Hector, he's doing great. Yeah, you have a bunch of marigolds. Yeah, I started growing. I didn't know it was a perennial. I, we were just kind of like, all right, we hope so. It was just one flower, a mari- one marigold in the pot, and now it's like five. Yeah, you have quite the green thumb, Vinny. Oh, thank you. I've only been drained for, like, a five-year span. I don't know. I th- like I, I should be good parts? at it. Yeah. Should I uh should I just start my own landscaping business? Apparently there's good money in that. Is there? Uh, I could, like, also be do a spin of, like, uh, eco-friendly electric power tools only. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Do you want to get into today's topic? Sure, why not? <sighs> Politics 2020. Ooh. Mm. Honestly, I'm excited to I'm excited to talk about politics in a way that's not quite real. A little theoretical. Theoretical politics. Um Anyways. Um, so just as a heads up, um, Vinny, we we sort of redid um, parts of the test. Yeah, because I went back and I was like, I would never touch a child or hit a child. Or, you know, I also do believe in, like, freedom of, like, being a person. You felt like you were too on the spot about a couple I don't things. know. I guess I was just like, yeah, I felt like I was super rushed and I didn't really have the questions in front of me. So now, like... I did the questions on my own. I even got a certificate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but for the sake of the listeners, we'll we'll start off where we left off. Yeah. Um and our last question. Astrology accurately explains many things. How do you feel about that? I agree. Just like little agree. Like a little keys. <laughs> yeah, I um, I, I think I'll disagree. I don't know. I think astrology, it's very fun, and it's, like, a nice way. I, I like all the memes where, like, oh, like, I'm uh, this, like, because I'm a Sagittarius. <laughs> like, I love oh, those memes, too. I'm, like, Shin Godzilla because that's a Sagittarius. I'm Shin Godzilla because Shin Godzilla is a Pisces. Or yeah, yeah, exactly. Rex. Rex is a Pisces. Completely arbitrary. Captain but, Rex. Um, 501st. You may call me Captain Oh, sir. But I, I definitely don't think it explains anything. 
I no, think if no, anything, no, no. it just... Uh, I, not at all. That's why I only give it a little key. Just a little key. Little key. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right, moving on. You cannot be moral without being religious. Strongly disagree, I would Same, say. Same. I big old disagree with that, too. Yeah, I don't know. It's a... Uh, I will say, though, that m- my religious background, like, sort of, it's hard for me to imagine, like, morals without it. But at the same time, like, I know people exist that aren't religious and are, you know, good people. Right. I, I, I know people who aren't religious at all, like, completely atheists, and they're super cool. But I also know some people who are atheists. So, I don't know. There are, there are good people and bad people in the world. Yeah, it doesn't really matter about religion. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like the Sagittarius, just kidding, or astrology. Astrology. <laughs> it's, it's uh, really, religion is just funny memes. Yeah, from history. Anyways, all right, next question. Charity is better than social security as a means of helping the genuinely disadvantaged. Mm, I, I, I kind of agreed with that just a little bit. Yeah, I I think I'm going to be on the opposite end of the spectrum and uh, strongly disagree. Um, Just because I think that the implication of the question is almost um, to say that you, um, that like charity should replace social security. And I I think that the problem with charity is that um, it's too tied to an individual's morals. Right. Well, at the same time. And prejudices. Yeah. No, continue. No, that's it. Well, at the same time, like, I've actually worked with charities, you know, like, we've talked about it in the past, where just, like, it's cool to want to believe in the government and it it one day helping people, but at the moment, a lot of the charity groups are out to kindness of people's hearts, you know, right now as it is, and I've worked with these organizations yeah, and I think that that experience means something. Um, and I think it, it also comes with the different interpretation. Like, I think in terms of results, like, it could be that charities just do more. Um, but I guess, like, I, I'm worried if, like, if you're LGBTQ and the Salvation Army comes and you don't get that support, that you at least get something from somewhere. Right. No, I 100% agree with you. Like, the Salvation Army isn't that great of an organization, and especially when they push people, like, trans um, people away. Yeah. Um, and that's just a scary thought that we're in 2020, and that still happens. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think different worldviews. Right. That's why I only little agree. <laughs> little agree. All right. Uh, some people are naturally unlucky. I went with... The Little agree with this, too. Oh, I totally agree. To- like, strongly agree? Yeah. I I don't know. I'm really suspicious. Or not suspicious. Superstitious. Superstitious, yeah. Yeah. That's just, like, I, me too. And I think that's just both of our religious backgrounds. Yeah. Like, we just both grew up in, like, really, really religious families. And it's kind of like the kukui's, like, going to watch over us or something, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, Next question. It is important... That my child's school instills religious values. I strongly disagreed with this. Strongly disagreed. I don't think we need to stand up for a flag, especially with uh, what went down the last four years in United States history. Right. Or include creationism as a replacement for curriculum. Right, right. Like this instill, like this plan that uh, the current resident of the White House tried to put 
on schools where they will have a patriotic history like chunk that you must learn. Yeah, that doesn't really have to do with religious values. I guess like it might, but um I don't know. I just hope they would teach that there's a separation between tur- church and state. Yeah, well, not just teach but also apply. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But also church and schools. I mean, if you want to send your church your kid to like learn the Jesus. You want to send your church to a kid. You want to send your church to kid, send them <laughs> to church school. Church school. <laughs> Sunday school. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they're also, like, Catholic schools and, like, Christian schools, I assume. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Anyways, next question. Sex, sex outside of marriage is usually immoral. Uh, strongly disagree. Same. I also strongly disagree with I that. I don't even know where that comes from. It's the religious right. Yeah, but I mean, like, uh... Well, not not even the religious right, though. It's just, like, the Bible. But I don't... It's, like, one of those things where, like, um, if you if you have your period on a chair, you have to throw the chair away. Like, it just... Right, and Borat, too. If the girl, like, put her hands in her vagina, her vagina will eat her. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, actually, Catherine, um, one of my friends, uh, she actually talked a little bit about, like weird bible rules and she was saying how like a lot of weird bible rules like come from like uh sort of like because like they're ancient texts um that that was just like good rules that made sense like sacred text given the (laughs) yeah given the um given like the times like for example like the idea of like having sex within a marriage is probably to like um stop venereal diseases Oh, wow. Um, because it, you could sort of account for it, because it's not like they could go to, like, Planned Parenthood and get tested for gonorrhea, you know what I mean? Yeah, well, I get what you mean. Yeah, so maybe maybe that comes from there, but we, we now have Planned Parenthood, and we should make sure it's not defunded. Yeah, strongly disagree. Huh. All right, next question. A same-sex couple in a stable, loving relationship should not be excluded from the possibility of a child adoption. Strongly agree. Yeah, strongly agree. They should not be excluded. Yeah. A same-sex couple should never be excluded from adopting any child in need of a loving home. Yeah. Permanent home. What are they called? Is that what they call permanent homes? I think permanent home, yeah. Yeah, we need, like, I think there should be, like, more of that instead of, like, oh, I'm going to have my friend get knocked up for me and then pay her type business going on. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like I'm gonna put my husband's semen in another woman with my egg, and now that's my child. Just adopt somebody. Well, I don't even think, but I think it's also that like certain adoption agencies won't allow. Oh no, I I hundred percent know that, but I'm just referring to like more people should adopt first. Like I think we've as actually like as a couple have like said we'll probably adopt if we ever to have children mm-hmm. but that won't be for a long time yeah. <laughs> it'd be funny can you imagine like my grandpa or even your mom just be like who's this child why is he like darker than both of you well you see this is dave <laughs> this is dave our child oh cute know. yeah anyways <laughs> it only gets better from here folks ready for uh not safe for work question i guess it's not that Nazi for work. Uh, pornography depicting consenting ad- 
depicting consenting adults should be legal for the adult population. Should be legal? I yeah. strongly agree with that big ol' agree. Yeah, I'll also agree. Why not? Yeah, let the freak flag fly, you know? Mm-hmm. Anyways, all right, next question. What goes on in a private bedroom between consenting adults is no business of the state. I strongly agreed with that. Yeah, I also strongly agree. Um, it, yeah, and uh, honestly, it's, like, really scary hearing um, from, from people from other countries that talk about, like, that, like, the police, like, literally, like, Right. Breaking into their house. Watching Canadian Drag Race and having, like, participants of the Rainbow Railroad actually, like, tell real stories in their real lives was heartbreaking. Like, that still goes on where people are murdered in the streets, chased down, in fact, killed (sighs) in their beds sometimes. It's scary. Yeah, and constantly, like, feeling like you're being watched Um, for something that's, like, kind of innocuous and doesn't make a lot of sense as to why like why it doesn't affect anybody exactly it doesn't affect anybody not at all it's ridiculous um all right moving on to the next question which will only make me angrier and i think that's the point of this question Mm -hmm. no one can feel naturally homosexual strongly disagree homosexual (laughs) um yeah i big old disagreed with that too it angers me that like I feel I could be gayer, but at the same time, <laughs> you're like, you're gay I, it depends on, yeah, uh, yeah, exactly, yes, queen, um, n- and now that I've, like, moved out in my own space with you, I feel I could be 100% gay all the time, live my true non-binary pansexual fantasy. Pansexual. Pansexual romantic. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm glad, I'm glad that you that you can feel that way and that you feel like that's more natural for you. And it's great. Like, I have a new job. I get to be a cute boy in cute shorts all the time. I don't know. It's yeah, the cutest. Yeah, but I'm sadly in Trump company, or Trump area of, like, rural route, and it's kind of scary sometimes. Like... If I didn't pass that stupid brown bag test, I would probably not have my job right now. That's kind of sad. Like, I'm just white enough where I could pass and deliver mail in peace. Just let me deliver my packages, please. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think, I think perhaps, like, you might be over-demonizing, like, uh, Trump. Not all Trumpers. I, I don't, okay. Sorry. I don't know. I um I, I think that they could see that you're that you're there doing your job. On a Sunday, everyone's actually very surprised when they see my face and very happy that I deliver, so you're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> All right, last question. These days openness about sex has gone too far. I strongly disagreed with I that. I think we could be freakier. I could be gayer. Also, like, I don't think that, like, I think the U.S. is actually pretty repressed. Like, in Europe, it's actually, like, PG to have, like, nudity and sex in films. That's Yeah, I mean, there was a whole show with, like, Billy Piper, who's, like, Rose, the ma- one of the main companions from Doctor Who, like, full <laughs> out, jiggling. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's just, um, I, I honestly, I think we're like weirdly repressed, and we could be. We yeah, could be I mean, thanks to religious right once again. <laughs> I, I mean, that's another thing. Like the BBC, it's kind of cool, but like, I don't think we would ever do it here because then, like, people would be like, "Why is the government control of our media?" I mean, that's what PBS is. True, but like. Our election cycle could be cooler, too. We were actually just watching a video today of, like, how they, like, show winners and losers in Korea on the electoral, election-wise, sorry. Uh, Yeah, just elections uh, on SBS. (laughs) It's so cool. It's, like, Game of Thrones and, like, Star Wars. stupid, like, animations of, like, um, popsicle sticks being broken and the margin of popsicle stick being taken out. I don't know. It's, yeah. Um, Maybe we'll link it on our... Um, on our social. Yeah. You should definitely check it out. Well, uh, want to know whose company I'm in? I am totally in the left and very libertarian, but I'm kind of close to the, um, to the right. So I'm just a little more to the right than Bernie Sanders, but I'm more libertarian than Gandhi, which is pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the one thing that I think is kind of interesting about the Political Compass website is that um, it actually tries to parse out, like, left and right um, socially and then economically. So, like, economically, left more means that you're willing to let the government take a lot of control over, um, over like, uh, business and, and regulate business. Whereas, like, the right is more, um, on the horizontal scale, is more about, like, free market, essentially. And so that's why you'll notice that, like, Hillary Clinton and Joe Biden are, like, on the right side of the map. Um, And then authoritarian and libertarian are sort of, like, more of, like, socially, like, how left or right you are. Um, So, like, for example, like, Stalin is, like, social. (laughs) He's a socialist, but he's authoritarian, and so... Right, he's all um, the way up there. It, it's, like, a really interesting nuance. Like, we're really far away from Joe Biden and from um, Obama in this sense. But we're also really far away from Donald Trump. Um, and they're oddly kind of grouped together in the same quadrant. Right. Um, because they all sort of believe in, like, um, free market and, and business. And that's kind of, like, what separates us from, from them. Yes, yeah, so And also what puts, like, those candidates actually all together. And uh, I'm not really surprised that our, like, bubbles are so close together. Like, our maps are nearly identical. Honestly, I was surprised because, like, you know, I, I feel like whenever I vote or, like, um, ha- make, start making decisions about elections, I'm always, like, slightly more conservative than you are. Like, um, I, I feel like, um, like, for example, for 2016 during the primary, I was, like, going to vote for Hillary Right. Um, for the primary of 2020, I was going to vote for Kamala Harris. Right. Which you were straight Bernie. Bernie Sanders. Day. I'm a Bernie bro, but not an asshole. Yeah, I mean, our politics are like, I wouldn't want to marry you if our politics were too different, though, you know? Yeah, and, and I think that, like, the things that we disagree on, like, come from just our different experiences, and I think that it's important yeah, to, like, that, discuss. Yeah, I mean, that's all it is. We just have different, like, coming ups, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but again, I'm really surprised that like at least on this uh, assessment that we're pretty on the same <laughs> level. Yes, computer. Thank you for letting me know. My computer's just like, hey, you're 
you disconnected your battery. Do you want to plug in your charger? <laughs> I, I just plugged in my charger. Everybody. Anyways, um, I don't know. Do you want to get into the Mandalorian talks? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm excited. We're done with politics. Politics is over. It's been canceled. Um, now there is no politics. There's only the Mandalorian. This is the way. Oh, yeah. The Mandalorian, Chapter 9. Here we go. I had so much fun watching this episode. I know. I don't think I'm going to be able to sleep tonight either. Like, I'm going to stay up and watch the episode. Like, I have to edit too, so I have a super excuse. <laughs> you look so excited, but also so crazed. I'm so excited to see what happens. I know. I, <laughs> 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 I feel like they very jabbered us um, in this episode because, like, what do you mean? Jabbers don't not on this episode. Like, what? I don't think we have gotten anything to this level from any other director. Like, as far as like story and as far as like band, like, what is it called? When fan servicing, yeah, fan service. Oh my god, it was the perfect mixture of like fan servicing and just giving like good stories. Well, I guess um, I always like credit Jajabrams with like uh, really making like uh, I I feel like his style is like basically asking a lot of questions, and I think the Mando definitely did that, especially near the end, where like it was a lot of sowing seeds and mystery, and I feel like um. So much of the Mandalorian just feels, like, uh, mysterious. I mean, the way it starts out with just, like... I mean, can you imagine... It's just us, what, that first night. Can we talk about that before we get into it? Yeah, sure. Like... It's almost like you knew you, like, fell asleep at 7. I, f- I took a nap at 7 and then did not wake up until 11 and was like, I want, You want to shower? I'm kind of sweaty. It's hot here in San Diego. And I'm like, oh, you want to watch The Mandalorian? Moana Wanga? Yeah. You you, you caught me. And I'm just glad you had that day off so we could actually watch it. Yeah. So um, that was fun. And, um, yeah, I mean, I'm just glad I woke up from my nap and uh, was like, ah, Fear Knocks, Dark Alleys, Star Wars Graffiti. Yes. The Mandalorian is back. That, that jo- uh, John Favreau with that good hook. Mm-hmm. He got me right away. I, I don't remember. I can't recall the artist's name, but he's from the Bay Area. And he paints like giraffes, like graffiti. Giraffes and things like that. Animals oh. with like wide uh-huh. eyes. And their C-3PO really reminds me of that. So I wonder if they got him to do some of this graffiti. But I just thought it was really like... Lucasfilm is in the Bay Area. This graffiti artist in some Bay Area. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. I thought it was really cool, though. All that graffiti. Yeah, it's it's nice to see, like, different kinds of CD. Yeah, different types of, like, art forms. Like, we're used to, like, Sabine's art, where, like, she has hard, like, like, her style's hard to miss. But none of these paintings looked like hers, necessarily. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, it was really cool. Now getting into it, Fear Knocks. We get to see their evil eyes. I don't know if they're Fear Knocks, but like they resemble them, like in the way they treat light. 
Yeah, if listeners don't know, Fearnox are the creatures in Star Wars Rebels. Um, they can't, like, exist in light. Like, they have to be in the darkness. Yeah. And and hence why we think that th- those are the things that eat John Likwazamu. Yeah, so R.I.P. John. Just kidding. Um, I couldn't tell it was him. Apparently, John Likwazamu was the Cyclops, the green Cyclops in the Lucha Libre, uh, underground Lucha Libre that the Mando walks in on. Um, Do you I think one of those Gamorreans was, like, uh, Nacho? Uh, I mean, yeah, the one that goes off the ropes and nearly gets the Mando, or Din. You know what, let's, can I, can, if I ever say the Mandalorian, stop me, because his name is Din Jaren, people. We got his name. We know who he is. Anyways, going back to our notes. Um, I love how, like, even before the episode started, we get, like, what the theme of the, what I'm hoping the theme of the season will be, or at least the rest of the show, uh-huh. that uh, none will be free until the old ways are gone forever. Thank you, Queel. Mm. Uh, I don't know. The cityscape was too cool. The one that um, the Mando walks in on. I think that was just LA, honestly. Or a train yard that they're shooting in. Yeah, maybe a train yard. Or maybe it's just like a... And maybe it's the volume and they just added a couple of things to it. Yeah. Because it was so like low lit that it could... Yeah, it's just more Mandalorian walking. Oh, Emmy award winning walking. Emmy award winning walking. Heck yeah. Um, let's see. Oh, big old Twi'lek security guard. Bigger than a wharf. That Twi'lek looked huge and that he, head tails yeah, made he, him look taller. He did have, like, <laughs> true wharf vibes. I think it's, like, the prosthetics over the head. Yeah. Uh, just made me think, like, oh, a Klingon. That was fun to see another Twi'lek. Um, good morning, Lucha Libre. That was really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and how, like, they literally, one of them literally jumped over the ropes. And uh, the theme of the theme music alone just sounded so much fuller than it did last season. Like, I'm not saying it wasn't good last season, but now it just sounds like it's evolved. Yeah, like they've added more instruments and it feels like, uh, and, and, and I feel like the instruments that they added, like, still had that kind of, like, I hate to say the word, but, like, exotic, like a different, like, se- like, like I, I feel like um Lud. Ludwig uh, Gorenson like cho- is is very intentional about like the instruments that he chooses and I think he makes um he like goes out of his way to like try and find things that are obscure right to to add more of like a get galactic sound to it yeah yeah I wonder if he ever played video games like Halo growing up because it really reminds me of like I don't remember what it's called but I'm going to refer to it as reactionary music uh-huh. Like, it very much sounds like the music is very much reacting to what's going on the screen, kind of like in a video game. So, like, the Mandalorian does this action, so we get an instrument, and it just builds from there. Mm-hmm. And then, like, the music cuts when he pulls out his vibro knife and stuff like that. I think it's really cool. Like, the sound engineering is absolutely fantastic in this episode. Yeah, and, and um, most definitely. And I think, like, if anything, I'm even more uh, astounded by, like, the work, especially recently, because I started binge-watching um, this YouTube channel called Sideways that talks about musical scores. Cool. Um, and it it's, I, I highly recommend it. It's, it's interesting, if not just to, like, sort of talk about, like, 
he he talks about like kind of how crazy it is like particularly in tv um like the the turnaround time to make music for like a show like this is like really really like uh intense like you you only have so much time and for him to be right. so intentional about like music right i wonder if they even had even less time because of all this corona stuff going on yeah like um well i don't know i mean i'm i'm sure that there's like uh, oh, I wonder if like more elements are like electronic in that sense, or like MIDI board. Right. Oh, I I I think so because um, I I honestly couldn't tell like if he worked with an orchestra, but that theme song, the Tuscan theme song we wrote into the segment in on, mm-hmm. um, was absolutely fantastic. Like he he's blowing it, he's blowing me away with his scores. Like these music scores are only getting cooler and cooler, and that's really good sign that like. Even though we're losing John Williams from doing movie scores, we have cool people like taking the mantle. Yeah, and I think John Williams has created such a legacy that there are so many people that like are talented but like really, really want to bite their teeth into. Yeah, and I like, love that. I or love or that. really feel like there's like a legacy to uphold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but it doesn't sound like John Williams. It doesn't sound John Williamsy. And it's fine. That's cool. Yeah. Like, I never expected they have a Tuscan Raider theme song, but now we do, and it's freaking amazing. Yeah. I, I, do you want to talk about sort of, like, the Tuscans in general? Like, I feel like... Oh, yeah. I love the fact that, like, apparently the Mandalorian has just, like, been on Tatooine so much that, like, he probably knows a lot of the tribes there. Like, he knows so much about the culture because he spent so much time on Tatooine. I know. I remember when I was watching it for, like, the second time, I, like, was asking, like, do you think he's a Saiyan person? Which, like, totally, <laughs> like, probably isn't true at all, especially since we, like, see him as a kid. But, like, just, like, the familiarity at which, like, he, he talks to Tuscans, like, maybe it's just the fact that he... Just spent so much time there or something. Or maybe just, like, grew up in a setting where he didn't feel a certain way about Tuscans. Maybe they get along because neither of them could take off their helmet unless yeah. they really trust each other. Can you imagine? He's probably shared a drink with them. He's probably been like, all right, so you take yours off first and I'll take mine off. No, that's not the way, at least for him. At least for him. Yeah. <laughs> how how does he drink? How would he make like that? Like they had like some sort of like breaking of the bread. I forget what the drink is called. It's in the Mandalorian comic book and a few others where... uh it's like this pod that comes from the ground because uh, the t- the just the the white people took all the water from like pe- the native people of this land, so they have to like make find other ways of like producing water for themselves, and it's this stinky like root looking thing. Cracking you open a cold one with the boys. <laughs> the cold one with the boys. <laughs> oh, I thought you meant. Like, I thought you were asking about like the Mando, but you're asking about the Tuscan. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, they could just put it in their mouth hole. Maybe that. Yeah, that leather mouth hole. Like maybe it's designed yeah, for, that looks for like just juice. Yeah, that looks like you could drink out of it. I don't, but sure. also the Mando. Do you think he's like cracked open a cold one with the boys? No, I'm pretty sure. Like, he's like, I respect this, but this is not the way. Yeah, this goes against my culture. Or he goes into. But a I love your weapons. Those are part of my religion too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, th- uh, just getting to Tatooine, the dialogue with the people at uh, Hangar Three Five, it was really cool. Yeah, her namesake. I her- I forget her name. Amy Sedaris. Amy Sedaris, but her like character name, I don't uh, think we've gotten it yet. But I absolutely love her character, and that's who I thrive to be in like a person. I don't know. I thought. 
thought her character was kind of funny. Like, I don't know if she was like this in season one, but um, I, I felt like she, like, sounded like a fantasy RPG character. Oh, totally. Like, like <laughs> should I, should I, ta- should I take care of your child while you go seek out adventure? Like, it, it's just, um, Should I take care of this wrinkled green one while you seek adventure? Yeah, it's yeah, so yeah. funny. Like, I wonder if it's either Dave or uh, John who are, like, this is how people yeah, talk. Yeah, this is how people talk, right? In Star Wars? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, And then George Lucas goes on, yeah, I mean, that's of course. I heard Jar Jar, he kind of goes like, me said it, me said it, we. You know, so you could actually just have people talk like, you know, fantasy characters because yeah, yeah, it's yeah. a Star Wars yeah, fantasy. Yeah, yeah. Maybe it, it's more, it's If they don't like it, they could kiss my bigger chest. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, um, I, and I, I, but I also like, like, um, I, I like how they fleshed out, like, the dynamics of Tatooine a little bit more. Um, oh, totally. Like, we got a whole new settlement, too. We got Mos Pelgo, but they also, like, called back to the other, uh, like, oh, yeah. Mos Eisley and yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. the other one. I don't <laughs> the other one? <laughs> <laughs> the one that we land in, the Phantom Menace, where Anakin's uh, family is, or mother was from. Watto. Anyways, moving on, <laughs> we get Moss Palgo, and then, like, he has to take the speeder bike, which is now rusty, because it's been a while, mm-hmm. and uh, that's really cool. So he's been trying to find Mandalorians for a little bit. He's probably separated for, from yeah. the other crew. I'm I'm surprised that um, he actually hasn't found more just, like, about Jedi, because, like, um, and I think, like, this is, like, a weird thing that, like, people have nitpicked and pointed out before, is that, like, uh, especially if he was a child in the Clone Wars, right. wouldn't he know what, a what Jedi. Jedi are? <laughs> maybe, well, he was in the Outer Rim, and maybe the droids didn't get to his planet till way later, and he didn't know of a war. I don't know. I'm not trying to make excuses, but at the same time, I'm totally trying to make excuses. I, yeah, I don't know. It's it's kind of confusing. Um and and like I feel like there are more artifacts of like Jediness than um even even if it was like decades ago. Um but but at the same time it is cool that he is seeking out Mandos first cuz then it means we'll see more Mandos. Um and right. even like the non-Mando Mandos are are pretty cool. Yeah, I mean Cobb Vanth, he was rad. Um he's from the like new um New Era Expanded Universe from Disney. So Cobb Vance, like, a marshal of the uh, Mos Pelgo area. He saved the town in Boba Fett armor. He didn't know it was Boba Fett, so he was just kind of like, I'm going to die. I mean, he knows, he knew that it was Mandalorian armor, and he could, because he, um, because when he was talking with Mando. Oh, yeah. yeah. He was like, I have only heard the stories. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, the way that you talked about it, you almost seemed to reference, was he also in the EU, or was he no. in, like, a recent book? No, he's just in the Aftermath series. It's a, I think it's a short story, because we follow the whole story of how he, like, saved the town, establishes, like, I'm the marshal, if you got a problem, come to me, type stuff. Mm-hmm. And, like, but in the, in that story, he's, like, he brings in a baby hutling. Uh-huh. And they're trying to raise the hutling to be good. <laughs> oh, that sounds so <laughs> cute. Okay, yeah, I, I gotta read more. I gotta look into. I only know because of um, podcasts I listen to. Mm-hmm. Thanks, uh, Rogue Rappers. I guess. Thanks, uh, Sal. Thanks, Sal. You're the best. Um, 
Moving on. I love the fact that the speeder bike sounded like a Harley Davidson. That was really cool. Oh, I never even noticed that. I mean, you would know because your dad loves bikes. He loves motorcycles. In fact, I love motorcycles. I just can't afford one. Uh, I love the fact that we get to see small womp rats. Uh, that was really cool. And I also love the fact that there's this an ongoing thing theme that Mandalorian, Mando Dinjarin, has no idea how to raise a kid. And I think that's just, we might just continue to see that throughout the series, that Din has a lot to learn to be a father other than, like, protect. Yeah, though at the same time, like, Baby Yoda's going to be, uh, or has been a baby for a really, really long time, so maybe he right. has a really long time to get being a dad, because, um, uh, I mean, like, at worst, like, he's, like, he grows up to be five. Right. In, like, human years, and it's, like, and he's dead. That's so sad. I don't want that. Um, I guess moving on. <laughs> Let's go to... Th- I mean, Cobb Vanth and Mandalorian were at each other's necks. They were probably going to shoot each other down had it not been for that great dragon that rolled into town. Yeah, though, honestly, like, I think Cobb, it, it's pretty obvious, like, early on that he's kind of just a chill guy. Yeah. I mean, he's a cowboy, baby. I really love the way that he talks. Me too. I think he was from, like, both him and the, um, I don't know what show it was, but they're from another Western, like him and the, um. The Weequay? The Weequay. The Weequay bartender. They were, and he played a bartender in the show, and the, uh, Cobb Vant guy played cowboy. Timothy Oliphant? I'm so glad you know these names. Oh, I, I don't <laughs> Approximate knowledge of all things on my part, as always. Um, both of our parts. Yeah, so, like, I really love that, like, the crate dragon looked like Godzilla swimming through the sand. Mm-hmm. It looked really cool. Even sounded kind of like Godzilla in that scene where he swims through the sand. I, mm. he, I don't know, swim through dragon's gender. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. What, what is gender to a dragon? giant dragon? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um... Yeah, I mean, I also love the fact that, like, we get a bunch of, like, cool props. Their costumes are rad. Everyone in that town looked like for they were from Star Wars. Everyone from that town honestly looks like they were from Galaxy's Edge. Like, <laughs> they're buying from the same fabric place. Right, weathering least. the same way. But, like, the texture of, like, the fa- the the fabric, like, honestly, I was so jealous of, like, whatever uh, Timothy Oliphant was wearing. I know. Like, as a shirt. Like, what is that? It like, kind of reminds me of the fabric from, like, the, not a shawl, but it's that scarf thing that Poe Dameron wears. The smog? Smog. Not the dragon, but the thing that goes around. Like, it looks like that material, like. Kind of, but I think that it's. It has, like, red tassels but, on it. But it's, like, um. It's like du- it's like knitted in a way where there's like these imperfections and it really looks handmade. It's it's really cool. Yeah, I love that. And it, like with armor, like that looks like the most comfortable armor ever. Yeah, you don't you don't have to sweat under like thick like <laughs> duck canvas or like uh yeah. or denim. Yeah, it looks very breathable. Maybe maybe that'll be the Boba Fett I do. Cavanth. Oh jeez. Uh, I can already see hear all the emails. Uh, by the way, if you want to email us, you can do so anytime at DockingBay at 35 at gmail.com. Uh, yes, we would love any question. All the time. Um, the pod race engine scene, that was pretty cool. Oh, yeah. 
don't you think that like that pod race that so like um Cobb wears or is riding on something that looks like just like a pod racer with piece. a seat. Yeah, with just like a seat <laughs> attached. Um, and weren't you saying that you thought that it was actually like Anakin's pod? I'm not piece? sure if 100% if it is Anakin's, but it has the it same colors, like S foils on the top. It looks very similar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can you and imagine that's like how Watto got money? This is a legendary once in a lifetime <laughs> beat that other guy engine. Yeah, yeah. Chupa the Noya. It's it's crazy, like what like what lasts in the Star Wars universe, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I just I just love Cobb Vanth as a character. I mean, I love the fact that the Star Wars universe has accepted him too, and I've already making like corn on the cob memes. Yeah, yeah. One of my favorite uh, quotes from him is, uh, "Both suns shine on Womp Rat's tail." Sometimes it really sounds like some Whoa. Joe Biden would say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't even. I have no idea what that means. Um, I think it's like sometimes even the most unluckiest people get some luck. Oh, I see. I, I think so. Wow. Wow. Yeah, totally some Joe Biden stuff. I love that. I love that. It's old man cowboy folk. Like he's if he hadn't done finger, he should have done some finger guns right there. He should have done some finger guns and put on some aviators. There you go. Yeah. Bam. Um. The boba plates look really beat up, but I love how, like, sharp they look. Like, I'm not sure if you were looking that closely, but they look, like, freshly cut out of, like, I don't know, Centra or whatever. Mm. Like, they look super new, but, like, some of them have dents, of course, but, like. Do you think that they use, like, the um, the molds from, like, the original ESP boba or the ROTJ boba, or do you think that they, like, just completely redid it for... Honestly, I can't tell. Like, the dents, from what I could see, are mostly in the right places, Mm -hmm. but, like, the paint is so fresh off of it that they look, like, the chest pieces themselves look new. The ab plate's the only one with, like, any, like, battle, like, scars, other than, like, paint chips on the chest pieces. Right, right. But, like, even the name, the, I don't know what it's called, but the chest display looks different, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I don't know. He must have, like, had the Jawas fix it up as best as they could. Or, or maybe the Jawas just, like, had fixed, had it, like, just ready to go. Oh, yeah, like, let's <laughs> talk about, like, the fact that, like, these Jawas just, like, had it, like, in their, like, shack or whatever. Yeah, I mean, like can you imagine, like, I'm going to, okay, scenario. Boba Fett, uh-huh. um, he was eaten, right? Yeah, sure. And apparently the explosion from, like, the debris of Jawas' pleasure hut. Uh, falling on the sarlacc killed it so he was able to like crawl out so i assume the acid was still on his skin and mm-hmm. like he would want to get it off as quickly as possible right yes maybe maybe then he passed out and the jawas didn't save him and just took his armor <laughs> swoop <laughs> just like you know, finders keeper finder. i mean that's the jaw code that's, that's their way this is the way Jawas are the saviors, though, in this episode. I love the fact that we got hero Jawas. I know. For a prize. I, I like, a, I like, um, well, they had something that Cobb wanted. Though I, I was honestly really surprised that they didn't just take his uh, crystals and run. Right. Um, I mean, he was about to die. I mean, that's the right thing to do. And I'm glad they were the heroes. Like, just to prove that, like, 
they're also just people on tattooing trying to make a living. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think, like, maybe, like, it's, uh, maybe we're being too presumptuous by, like, uh, and this is, like, the weird thing about Star Wars is that, like, uh, or with, like, any sci-fi is that you end up generalizing, like, an entire uh, planet's worth of um, people. People. Yeah. <laughs> um, based off of, like, a characteristic of, like, something on the show. But uh, maybe these Jawas are just nicer. Maybe they're kinder. Because they, like, spend more time with other people, and they're not, like, right. the ones, like, that uh, Quill deals with. Yeah. I wonder if this is, like, the vibe we're going to get in the High Ground series, because they're trying to go for, like, a Western aesthetic in the High Ground series, from what I hear. And, like, it was really cool to get, like, straight up get Cobb Vanth to be like, hey, partner. Hey. Hey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I just love that, like, you know, we get to see a lot of culture get, like, or a lot of people get, like... Like, more depth to depth. the culture that's already there kind of thing. Yeah, kind of exactly. Thing. And how good culture. of a negotiator the Mandalorian Din Djarin is. I don't know. Honestly, I think that the negotiation was kind of, uh... <laughs> it was pretty hammy. It was, it like was super. Cheesy. I mean, it ended on the, on the Mando Din Djarin being, like, flame-lowering and the air being, like... How do we kill it if we fight amongst ourselves? The creature kills us all. Yeah, if o- if only we we actually, if the world actually worked like that. Yeah, if only Obi Wan was there, the true negotiator. The true, the true Kate crate dragon slayer. The true crate tr- dragon slayer took one down himself in the Kenobi book. Yeah, how do you feel? So I never read the Kenobi books, but how do you feel like it compared from like this crate dragon being slayed compared? compared to mm, from the, the books book. yeah. i mean from what like my imagine's wild so like in my mind obi-wan's doing backflips and whatnot off the walls <laughs> you know so like this practically already has a jetpack yeah exactly but the force yeah but the force and he didn't get eaten to take it down and he was able to take it down on his own um but watching the man dote and do it with Cobb vanth was really cool mm. um just in like how, like, it started and how he had to, like, convince people to work with him. Like, he had to volunteer Cobb Vance town for reinforcements because mm-hmm. the Sand People can do it on their own. Right. Tuscan Raiders are, like, few and far between. So, like, they actually work together and, like, one guy literally goes <laughs> at the Mandalorian. <laughs> and that was hilarious to me. Um, But I don't know. It's kind of, like, cool that we got all this, like, background into characters we never would think of but it was like sad to hear like even in this world there's like native species being like oppressed for thousands of years yeah 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 but i think like um our art has to be informed by by the world but um but at the same time like i think that it's uh clearly written by like a white guy Right. If it makes any sense, like, it's just, like, a matter of, like, well, if we have an equal enemy, like... Um, we could work things out together. Yeah, and then racism is solved. Like, I, um, <laughs> I'm i highly suspicious of that. Quickly. Everybody dig quietly. It's sleeping, you know? Right. Uh, um, um, but at the same time, like, I think it's, maybe it's not trying to... Maybe we don't need Star Wars to make nuanced conversations about racism and... Right. But they try to still, but they do it in a tasteful way in my mind. I don't know. I think um, it could be tastier. It, it could be. It could be richer. I yeah. would say. Yeah. But at the same time, it is cool to see um, 
um, the Tuscans and especially like um, them doing like sign language and, and for them just to be in like a different paradigm and for that to be right. celebrated and not I mean, um, the otherized. The crate of. dragon itself, beautiful creature. At first it reminds you like from a worm from Doom or like even Beetlejuice. Or even like episode five, right? Yeah. The Exegorth. Exegorth, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Exegorth. Um, but like, I think in my mind it should have been a little less worm exogorthy and a little more Godzilla. But we've only seen its neck, so no, that's a good point that one of our buddies Frag has brought up. That like we've only seen the neck; we actually haven't seen the whole thing, and it looks huge, right? And um, I thought it was really cool that they used the sound effect from Episode Five, where Obi Wan makes like a whoo like sound. That's a, <laughs> really? That there's a bad crate dragon. <laughs> Sounds like Dory. Well, sounds. <laughs> um, and I love. I now have a new favorite Star Wars catchphrase. Guess what it is? What? Dank Ferric. Oh, Dank Ferric. Dank Ferric. Chopper has to come in early. Dank Ferric. No, I don't. I don't need Chopper because Demando Dinjara needs it. He was in the bleeped out Dank Ferric. <laughs> it's on Disney Plus, so it's kosher. Yeah, and like, I love how the stakes were like they were trying to make it like blowing up this worm like a huge like stake. Like we got one shot, one opportunity. Don't waste it. When it's just a bunch of explosives in the ground. I don't know. I'm. I. I think it. It was really good at like um, establishing a lot of tension. Um, and, like, the action was really cool. I especially loved, like, the aerial combat. Oh, yeah, the jetpacks. Yeah, there's something really satisfying about, like, good jetpack action. Yeah. It's, like, just something Especially when it's focused, yeah. not in the background, like we got in uh, Chapter 3. Yeah, I mean, like, it, you know what it reminds me of is, like, the momentum that you get from Attack on Titan. Ooh. You know? Okay. Like, <coughs> in terms of, like... um having these moments of acceleration and then got gliding. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought that was super rad. <coughs> We've been recording for a while. We're thirsty. Um I also love the fact that there was what I'm calling Power Ranger acting. Um so you know how we're in like you have a helmeted character and in mm-hmm. order for like people to like see that they're talking, like they'll just bob their head a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah. Like they're really intensely talking. Like I'm doing right now. I'm not sure if you can hear it in the mic, but this is what it would sound like. <laughs> um, I really love the Power Ranger acting that was going on, and uh, I thought it was super cute that like Din Djarin trusted Cobb Vanth to watch over the child if anything were to happen to him, and ultimately like the Mando Din Djarin willing to sacrifice himself to take out take this uh creature down. Like he he went inside the crate dragon's mouth. People, he went inside. The, he was in. He was inside. I don't know. It's kind of ambiguous though, because I feel like um, even you at one point were ta- were saying that um, that you were confident that the Mando was confident, or sorry, Din was confident that um, he could take the dragon, and that it's it was right. Really he was confident chance. from the first from the beginning, but like he had needed needed to find that right nuance. I guess he would technically call him being covered in slime his like bee stamer outfit <laughs> can i be slimy mando is it's an approvable costume now um it's a lot of leather work I you're mean, right it's it's a lot of slime you would have to like pull out the 
Astroglide with every day. Yep. Bring out the Astroglide with some green uh green <laughs> food, food coloring. coloring. Yeah. Every uh, beginning of every troop. All right, Sharon, I bend over. <laughs> Go have at it. We just have the indust- indu- industrial <laughs> tub of Astroglide. Um, you get in an Astroglide accident where, like, you just slide. I'm sliding everywhere. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> all across the con floor. Coolest man din jarring out there. No um, floor is safe. Oh, the, the how much do you think? Um, so ultimately, the Mando and Cobb Vanth and the villagers and the Tuskins are able to take down the Kray Dragon, and like in this flurry of explosion after the a Bantha f- that's just covered in explosives of, is eaten with Dinjar and, mm-hmm. and like he uses his uh, pulse rifle to like electrocute his way out of this worm's mouth and just a beautiful explosion. Mm-hmm. And um. R.I.P. Wampa. You mean ba- R.I.P. Bantha? Bantha, sorry, not Wampa. <laughs> Bantha, you did great. All these damn uh, space taxonomies. Yeah. Messing with our brains. Yeah. How much do you think? How much do you think crate dragon meat is worth on the black market? Uh, it must be expensive. It must be like as expensive as like alligator meat, where it's just like. Mm. And my baby back, baby back, baby back. I don't know. Do you think like ribs for like for how how much work and how many people have died? Right. How much is the price of <laughs> your friend dying? Yeah, um, trying to feed with it. like the amount of meat that you could purchase. Yeah, I don't know. That's an interesting. Uh, well, the Tuscans got a pearl at comments. the end of the day. Yeah. Was this secretly an episode of Steven Universe? We have Garnet, Amethyst, and Pearl. I only see and Steven! I only see a pearl. Well, we have Mando Garnet. We have Amethyst Cobb Vanth. Uh-huh. And Pearl! And Steven! <laughs> and Boba Fett! Because Boba Fett's in this episode! Oh, oh I'm sorry. I didn't okay. mean to hit the table. I'm so excited. We Boba Fett's back, everybody! He's back! I hope I hope he goes through some sort of, like, good guy, like, arc that would be super cool. And that's why I'm staying up to see mm. but if he breaks my heart again and is just like i'm full bad boy i'll be kind of pissed because like that's totally just like blue boy um what's his name cowboy with a hat oh uh cad bane yeah cad bane just being a bad influence on this poor kid once Vinny, again i don't know why why you expect um everybody to be so so good and so sweet it's because he if he wants to be a mandalorian you have to have some sort of sense of creed and honor a... but that's the thing don't be pissed that somebody has your i just threw my pen just it, it <laughs> you're really passionate but i'm like also, so passionate um, on like what a mandalorian is and like but at the same time, I'm so tired of being told what a Mandalorian is. Specifically being told by people who really worship Boba Fett. Right, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and like, so it's kind of cool seeing that, like, there is a good way to be a Mandalorian and then Jaren, or at least trying your best all the time, or right. doing your best all the time. Sorry, do or do not. Um, but at the same time, I'm excited at the fact that we'll possibly see Boba Fett be a good guy, but... I don't again, think so. then again, I next week. Yeah, next week I'm just gonna be sad and be like, oh, gross man. But what you a know, gross boy. I think regardless of of what Boba Fett ends up being as a character, because I think it's Dave Filoni. We sort of see what he did with Boba Fett, like in the Clone Wars. 
Um, but I think I'm more excited to just see Tamar Morrison and for him to be in more things, for him to be more people's dad. I love that. I mean, that's so funny because I think your your sister was telling us that some of the, her students were like, yeah, uh, Aquaman's dad's in The Mandalorian now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That's so funny. I, I, I started laughing because it's hilarious that people Moana's know him dad. now as Mo- Moana's dead. I want to see Moana. And see uh, Moana. thank you for listening, people. This is a long one. I know politics are keeping everybody deep everybody down just think uh at the end of the day we're gonna have mandalorian for the next few weeks to look forward to a sweet sweet consolation prize yeah and uh, if anything you have us on your side thank you friends for listening this is the way i have spoken copy that locked in for three five Thank you for listening to Docking Bay 3.5. If you'd like to see more of us, you can support us on Ko-Fi, Twitter, Twitch, Instagram, and Facebook at Docking Bay 3.5. If you'd like to buy any of our merch, visit T-Man, T-E-E-M-A-N, on tpublic.com. Till next time, bye bye <laughs>